Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First, a reminder. All of the content we produce is available on our website at finalshowfilms.com, as well as youtube.com slash sensetaku, sensetaku.podbean.com, twitch.tv slash sensetaku, and on iTunes. We are only able to do the things we do thanks to the kind support of our Patreon donors. We give a special shout-out to our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic and Cat Waterflame. If you'd like to support us that way, be sure to check it out. Secondly, a thank you to the folks over at 411mania.com. They produce articles and content related to wrestling, MMA, movies, music, and gaming. Go check them out. We appreciate their support as well. And lastly, be sure to subscribe, comment, and rate, if possible, wherever you listen to or watch our content. It helps us know what you like, what you don't like, and helps us make more content. Feedback is always appreciated. With all that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terra Rebirth. Uh, I'm John, the Game Master for the evening, and today I'm joined by William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Baldwin Ironhand, Dwarven Gledic of the Forge. And Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing uh, Selena, uh, Fire Genasi Wild Sorceress. And Sarah. Something. I'm Sarah, and I play Five, a Drow uh, Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Agdrasol, the Elven Rain Ranger. <laughs> and today we're we are broadcasting live from Sigil, the city of doors. As you can see, we are missing Mara, Cody, and Patricia. Uh, they are being replaced by lovely handcrafted images of doors. Um, <laughs> And so you handcrafted it. <laughs> you paint it. New art project. And on you, that you, note, you, you paint it. That's how you handcraft it. <laughs> or crochet it, or any any number of other things. Anyways, I... beyond that, uh, when last we left our adventurers, they had just uh, one of them had just come back from a meeting with an enig- with the enigmatic trader uh, slash information broker Kyle Argall, um, and making a deal to for passage to the abyss in exchange for assisting uh, a another adventuring party led by the charming tiefling Sharoon uh, in in uh, basically a heist in one month's time. In one month's yep. time, they're going, they have an invitation to a ball uh, for a uh, uh, for a very wealthy merchant, uh, sort of owner of a mercantile uh, company, <laughs> uh, where they are to procure a ledger from his safe. Uh, they have a rough estimate of a plan in, in which uh, Selena and Sharoon, posing as guests, uh, in, uh, go to the ball and case the joint, relaying information about it, relaying information about the location to the grab, to the statue and grab team, which composes of a good portion of the of the more stealthy and quick uh, uh, um, members of the of both parties, and then uh, who will run, and then who will run once once retrieve once retrieving the item run to the safety of the of the guard team who are securing the exit which is the rest of the party the people that punch things um in the meantime 
they have a month before that happens, and Agdrasol has been asked to keep an eye on the to keep an eye on the on the group uh, in order to ensure that they don't die in the next month. Uh, that's pretty much uh, and, and and so with their. I feel like the implication was also don't wander off and ditch the deal. No. If they ditch the deal, then they don't get what they want. So that's, that's not a concern there. The primary concern is don't let them die. Or if they do die, let us know so we can change plans. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. There's, an, there's enough incentive, uh, there's enough incentive on both sides to keep the deal going. Uh, and so, uh, we left off with the group in, uh, with, I think you guys were still at the tavern. Yeah, with the group still at the tavern. Um, Baldrin and mm-hmm. five outside. Selena walking back in, I believe. Uh, and so there we have it. The tavern is still currently bustling with people moving around and and uh uh, uh serving food and drinks and and talking. Uh, the band of kobolds that are there that that were there previously are still there talking loudly and and in 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 their very sharp and piercing draconic voices. Um, Sharoon and his team are are sitting over at what appears to be their customary table. Uh, Samson, the Goliath with a great sword, is standing is sitting guarding the stairs, and you all are in your various places. All right, it's oh god damn it, internet. Oh, you're back. I mean, you you just blinked slightly. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Um, but now you cut out. <laughs> I, it's it's a perfect oh, image right. for him to cut out on too, because it's just a facepalm. Yeah. Yep. Well, while we wait for William's internet to correct so, itself. Yeah. Uh, Selena's gonna come back in. Just walk over and uh, get a drink, yep. and she is sitting at the sitting at the bar by herself, drinking. Okay. Oh. At the, uh, for the moment, Agdrasol will try and um, coax conversation out of whatever of the party he, he can. Um, I realize none of the people that I am referring to are here, but and just generally make nice. Um. Well, uh, Toriel slides you a drink, and and uh, Selena comes back over and uh, sits down next to sort of next because that's like one of the only places left of the bar. Mm-hmm. So if you want to talk to Selena, Selena is there. Nice to make your acquaintance. Yeah. Um... Yeah, for real. Uh, so, wings, huh? Yep. That's a thing. Yeah. Pretty handy. So, what's your deal? Hmm. I shoot stuff. I. Move from place to place and I suppose you could say I have 
for an innate connection to the realms. Realms, dimensions, whatever the planes. I suppose you could say have an intimate connection with the planes. Something might assume you have some experience with yourself. Not really, actually. Um, it's a long story, but um, when you say connection, are you talking about experience? Yep. So let me ask you a question. Uh, what do you know about the abyss? Mm-hmm. Said just like that, completely casual. Unfortunately, I overheard something earlier. Um, this and that. Never been there. It's more in the elemental that I find my specialty. Well, that's fair. Um... Cutting out what you don't know and going with what you do. Let's start with this and then move into that. (laughs) Feel free. I know. Well, welcome back, William. Uh, You know, after you've had Technician's Hero three times, this should be fixed. Yeah. America. What I do know, John, one, what do I know? And two, <laughs> what do I suspect I'm not supposed to say to the person who's bargain, who this is their payment? Um, um, give me a history roll. Okay. And also, you don't know this is their payment because you weren't in the room when they had that conversation. No, but I do know that it that is, is what Selena get. asked at the bar. That, that it's fair to assume, yes. It's fair to assume that the details of transport to the abyss yeah, give me a, are give me a give me a history check. Um, related. So yeah, you've never been to the abyss. So you, you you don't know how to get there. Obviously, you you know how to get. You know, I mean, I know it, how to find <clears throat> doors to other planes. You know how know to get there in the same way that you know how to get to any other plane. Find a, yeah. find a place where it's bleeding through that might have a doorway connected to it. Uh, you know that there's a doorway to the Feywild somewhere in the south, um, yep. uh, or or uh, or you know use a plane shift spell or a variety of other mm-hmm. things. Um, that's that's the full extent of how to get to one that you know of. Um, As for the plane itself, uh, the abyss, more commonly referred to as the infinite layers of the abyss, uh, is a chaotic, evil-aligned plane of existence. It's where where, uh, chaotic fiends and demons come from. Um, And it's uh, a realm as twisted and corrupt and dangerous as its denizens. Evil chaos and demons. Mm-hmm. All the infinite planes of it. Yep. That that seems to be the gist of what I've been able to figure out. 
the interesting fact is that you, there are own, there are while there are infinite layers of it, the farthest down anyone has ever recorded is layer six hundred and sixty-six. Of course, it is <laughs> because of course it is. Keeping that trivia to myself, though. <laughs> Not well, a nice place. If you if you're in the mood to take a visit, we might be going after this whole thing. Let me rephrase that. We will be going after this whole thing. It could be fun. Flag down another goddamn drink. Tariel looks over at you, tilts his head, puts a drink down. Only my fifth. It doesn't say anything. He just puts it down. You know Toriel knows exactly how many drinks you have because he has a head for that sort of thing. <laughs> I'm not saying it for him. <laughs> Unless he stops giving me drinks, in which case I am saying it for him. <laughs> <sighs> well, let's see how the month goes first. Yeah, yeah. You're live at least until the party uh, thing. Cool. Uh, So, William, was there something you wanted to do? Um, You're going to have to give me a. And there he goes again! (laughs) Internet problems. Five. Is there anything you want to do while you're hanging around outside? Nope, I'm good. All right. <laughs> Sounds great. I'm just going to be mad and uh, continue that. So, of course, this is a, this is the game session where most of the talkers in the party are not here. Selena is not in a mood to talk <laughs> because she's um, in a pissed off mood. Yeah. Oh. Probably um, like. We'll continue making idle conversation yeah. with Selena or anyone else for a bit. Uh, off to the side, just on the other side of Agdrasol, Corbin oh. sort of puts a drink down, looks over. Well, unless we intend to stay here, do we want to go somewhere else and find something to do for a month? I think Boldrin had an idea. Sure. Yes, Where are you staying? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, primarily at the Adventurers Guild. Oh, I need to go get my ox too. Right, oh. I'm gonna go find that. I'll see you guys you back at the guild. Your, you go and find Corbin, your cow. Corbin sort of gets up and and walks out. I really once he's gone, I look over. I am not a member of the Adventurers Guild. I would assume. No, you're not. <laughs> once he's gone, look over to Agrisol. I really hope that fucking cow is dead. Got it. <laughs> Grimalkin, sitting off to one side, I... tweaks an ear and looks over. I mean, if you have the gold. <laughs> I'm not paying you to assassinate an ox. <laughs> I sense this is a source of historical tension, and I won't touch it much for it. All I'm saying is, if there's anything you need to make go away, I can make go away in quite a flashy way. I mean, I can make stuff go away, but it's appreciated. Um, uh, 
Yeah, no, we should. Uh, let me see. Let me run, run down my levity. Uh, no, wait, wait. they'll have me arrested. They're, well, they'll either have me arrested or let me back in. Do I have a place um, to sleep here or no? Yeah. Okay. So if they I, decide to be at the Adventurer's Guild, it's no big you, deal. Selena, you also have a space at the Adventurer's Guild. But. Yes, I know. She's trying to think of other options. <laughs> She's uh, running down her list of people that she has that 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 she has associated with, and what's going to happen if she tries to show up at their door. So, will have me arrested. Will either have me arrested or let me in. Will try to kill me. Um, just won't let me in. Um. Yeah, that's just a bad idea in general. Um, fuck. Meanwhile, I guess uh, I'm going to be killed. Baldrin, uh, you see Corbin walk out the doors, look over at you. Hey, I'm going to go find my ox. Um, Probably a good idea. If you guys, uh, if you guys want to figure out what we're doing for the next month, I'll meet you guys back at the guild. Well, walks off. Unless there's something I'm not seeing, if. One or two of you need to be outside to have this conversation. That be want to move out there. There we can. Yeah, probably. I'm going to head out. Finish my drink. Yep. Finish so, drink. unicorns happen pretty often with you guys. No, sometimes, sometimes everybody gets struck by lightning. Sometimes eh, people grow tall. Sometimes shit happens. <laughs> Look, all I'm going to say is that magic is fickle. And I will presumably be leaving Hope and Caitlin to their yeah. They're still talking interpersonal. They're having conversation. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, and so Selena and Agdrasol step outside onto the curb outside of the Misfits respite. The, the little imp, the little sign with an imp on top. Right. So Baldwin sucks. Sorry. Um. On what in particular? <laughs> Anything, really, but... Um, what to do next? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, no, that was... That th- was, that was thank you for giving me that moment to... to that beat. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything, really, but... I mean, in this case, what we're doing for the next month. I've got a bunch of stuff that I will be doing in the meantime, but overall, if there's anything... I mean, I've got one stated goal right now. We can't go into the tower that we might not come out of. (sighs) Other than that... I've got just about nothing. Okay. 
Well, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to use this time if we don't have anything particularly pressing on this schedule. I'm going to do a little research. Uh, sort of looking over towards five. Hmm. I don't believe we've been introduced yet. Pleasure to meet you. Whether five or... Who are they talking to? Is it me? Yep. Yeah. All right. Yes, five is looking at five. the cobblestones and looking at her shoes and like trying to decide if she wants to lick them. So okay. five, a a winged elf, the winged elf whose wings you tried to touch previously, says okay. hi. Five says nothing and just shakes her head. Okay. All right. That's five. All right. Well, at the moment, um, I mean, you guys are going to be sort of uh, looking at, at, at Baldwin. You got actually, I don't remember. Are you coming with or are you not? I'm going to be honest, it's been a full week. I don't even remember what I had said. You hadn't really given an answer. We sort of left off before you gave an answer. Because I get why you would possibly not want to be involved, but we are fucking... But there is a personal stake here because this is somebody who is working with the shards. That is... I don't know that I can be involved in this particular criminal activity, but I might be able to approach this situation from a slightly different angle. And I'll see I what mean, I can do with that okay. around the same time. How se- do you have any specifics in mind? or I have several moderately formed plans. We'll see which one reaches full, full fruition first. Suppose I, I should ask that. Intrigued and curious and a little bit impressed. I suppose I should ask that that whatever you do not directly interfere or make our job harder. I'll try and make that consideration. Wouldn't do if he decided not to have his party after all, because the paladin showed up on our doorstep. Gladic. Are you telling me you don't know any paladins? I don't like most paladins, I'll be honest. They're a bit hot-headed. Fair enough. See, we don't, he, he and I don't agree on much, but we agree on that. Um, with a few exceptions. But, all right, well, in the meantime, I'm sure we will get in plenty of trouble in core in, in the next month or so. Um... I've got some research to do. Um, Andrew I'm sure we will run into each other f- just by pure chance in weird, unrelated reasons at some point I'm if we don't specifically meet up. You, so, oh, well. Sorry for ruining the illusion. No, that's fine. That's fine. 
Enjoy sitting in libraries. Come on, let's go. So yes. is everyone going with Selena to research various things? or Yes, it... though I do have a question. How late is it? Oh, it's about little afternoon. Okay. I've been day drinking on the job. That's great. That's, that is, you know, it's fair. Entirely correct. Uh, Baldwin, are you also going to research? No, I have other stuff to do. Um, I was given, I was given the full description of the plan by Selena. Yes. I don't remember because it's been two weeks. Uh, the plan is for, uh, Selena and Sharoon are going to enter as guests, uh, perform and, and, and uh, case the joint. Relay and relay the information required to have uh, the grab team, the snatch and grab team, get into the building and get out. And then whoever isn't good at either of those two things, which is a good portion of the two groups, um, is going to be waiting at the extraction point to act as rear guards. And, and do I remember what kind of what kind of party this was? Uh, it's it's a it's a gala. Like it's it's a um it's. Typically, a gala is like a showcase, like what's being shown off here as my internet dies out again. Uh, that uh, no one knows quite yet. That there's there's not a lot of information uh, available, and the tickets don't say. the 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 invitations just say you've been invited to an to an extravagant gala at the Bergen at the Bergen Mansion. Uh, wear your finest and prepare to be amazed. Um. So, I will. <laughs> I would like to. Basically, it's probably going to take a, a good portion of the month, um, ha- because the Berrigans are sort of an all-purpose mercantile guild. Yeah, think the people that own Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, uh, so a- as as a merchant and a and a tradesman, I kind of want to ear to the ground, try and find out what if if it is possible to find out what is the commodity of of, of value of showcase sure. at this gala. Um, give me an investigation roll. Uh, so meanwhile, five. Are you sticking? With, I'm assuming you're staying with Baldrin, or are you going off and doing something else? No, I'll go with Baldrin. Okay, Selena. Ask me for investigation. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for? I am going to go places okay. I have I have sworn to never go. Because I am looking for all the information about the abyss that I can. And where is that? That requires going to places where wizards go. Um. So Galadir, wizard bars? <laughs> no. Like I'm assuming there are arcane. Re- there are. Well, there's one big arcane big research city. place. Yes. Uh, the the elemental magisters have a hall, for lack of a better term, that is sort of slightly isolated from the rest of the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is is not it's not gated off per se. You assume because they don't need gates, um, right. but it, it is sort of a slightly disheveled looking building uh, near to the triumvirate, but not connected to any other buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's there, where I'm headed. There are also there are also a variety of other uh, like like research laboratories, but they don't they they're they're typically very specific. Um. So you're heading to okay. If I remember right, the the Adventurers Guild also has the library. Yes, it does. But they don't have the best library, which is what Selena's looking for. Yep. So. 
you find your, uh, Selena and Agdrasol, you find yourself standing outside a what appears to be a squat two-story, um, fairly ramshackle stone uh, brick-and-mortar building um, with shuttered windows and a close and a and a large wooden uh, sort of a large oaken door uh, closed at the begin closed at the entrance. Mm-hmm. Walk up. Okay. There's a long pause. And you just hear an ephemeral voice uh, sort of emanating from the air around you. <gasps> State your business. Research. Who would you like to see? The person who can get me access to knowledge about lower planes. The door shakes and all of and it's just like sort of a layer of dust drops off of it visibly uh, as it slowly opens and darkness is inside. I walk right in. Right. You follow Idrisol? So the two of you step in and the door is behind you. And then after a few moments, there's... Um, and these green flame candles just sort of light over and over and over and over and over again, illuminating sort of a dust and cobweb filled uh, library. Okay. There doesn't appear to be anybody immediately around. Perfect. So I look over I look over at Adrisel. I apologize if this is gonna be ridiculously boring for you, but there. and that's without without any follow up to the but mm -hmm. going off towards the, so there is a, there is sort of a, in like, you're, the library is like m expansive. Like you look up and there's at least six or seven levels above your head. Um, and, uh, there is like the most prominent thing in front of you is this desk, uh, that looks like it would be like a librarian's counter. Okay. You walk over. over to it, yeah. You walk over to it, and the first thing you notice is a very well-dressed skeleton leaning back in a chair. Lean forward on the counter. Hello. It's like leaning back, like... Okay. Yeah, I know. Yep. I'm doing it anyways, just in case. So you lean forward and say hello. Yep. And as you do, the jaw that's sort of hanging loose... <clears throat> oh, sorry. <clears throat> Someone's here. And Quite she sort right. of sits up. Don't get a lot of visitors. Oh, no, it's dreadfully boring. Uh, and sitting before you is a... Uh, again, a very well-dressed skeleton wearing sort of a black pea coat with a white ruffled shirt underneath it. Um, jewelry hanging off, like sort of a couple of different rings hanging off its right hand and a bracelet on its left wrist. Of course, it's all bone, so... Um, 
just a bleached white skull uh, with no no indication of light or anything in the eyes, and a top hat, okay. a top hat resting on its head, and a cane sitting nearby. It sort of reaches over, grabs the cane, orients it. Well, welcome to the Black Archives. I am the proprietor here, Jack Solzbach. Jack Who might you Solzbach? be? Solzbach. Like soul is back, soul's back. Solzbach. Like like souls and Bach. Oh, oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Jack. I'm Selena. And, and, and yes, we are here looking for information as much as would be relevant about what you would need to know if you needed, if you were planning to travel to and survive the abyss. Hmm. Smile. Is that the infinite layers of the abyss below, or is that the infinite swirling layers. black mist outside? Infinite layers. Ah, okay. That's one. There's not easier. a whole lot of surviving when you jump into the jump into that abyss. Hmm. I know there's not a lot of surviving when you go into the other abyss either, but <laughs> there's fair. at least somewhat more of a chance, from what hmm. I understand. Abyss, 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 and he sort of like tilts his head and clicks his teeth. You're wondering how he's saying the S's. Um, Can I get like a, I don't know, arcana roll to identify whether it's some particular type of undead or... (laughs) Give me an arcana roll. I don't know, something. I will not give myself advantage on this one. Um, Because I'm going to save that. Ten, I don't know. He's definitely an undead creature of some kind. Well, the other option was like a, a, a construct rock, using bones, yeah. A construct using bones or j- illusionary, um, anything like that. So, yeah, okay, far, if he's an actual tell, undead of some kind. As far as you can tell, undead. Okay. It sort of tilts his head to one side. I believe I know exactly where you would want to look. Follow me! And he sort of stands up very sprightly and uh, turns on his heel, slides the chair he was sitting in out of the way, grabs the cane, adjusts his top hat, and begins walking up the stairs that are behind the, the library desk. Awesome. Now, uh, <clears throat> as you may or may not know, the infinite layers of the abyss is the chaotic evil realm uh, populated primarily by, well, evil demons. The uh-huh. uh, realm itself is as twisted and complex as its denizens, but there are some few accounts of those who have traveled, traversed there and survived. Is there a particular layer you're interested in, or is it the whole shebang? Don't know. Ah. An inquisitive mind, then. Well, that's our favorite kind here. Um, he he sort of leads you up a couple of different flights of stairs to about the third level. Um, and as he walks, he takes the cane and just sort of slides it along, and you just hear this like this 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 sort of tapping as the cane slides along the book the book spines and into a into a shelf and continues on into a shelf and continues on. Um. Until he sort of stops. Ah, yes, here. Uses the cane to pull a book, which 
he pulls the book and it just sort of slides and it doesn't come all the way off. Uh, and instead, the bookshelf itself turns and opens up access to another series of bookshelves. Get back in my here. Horizon Walker. Mm-hmm. Do I get the sense that this is the same plane or if this is somewhat mystically separate? Uh, give me an Arcana check. Okay. With advantage, because you are Horizon Walker. Yeah. I, I realize that it's probably not something I can use my, uh, that's the detect portal on, because it's not quite that. Um, but let's do the thing. Arcana. Uh, yeah. Natural 20. Well, natural 20. You get the sense that this is a demiplane. Okay. Like this is a this is that the the and and actually you think about you didn't use your ability to detect portals but you figured they probably would have detected the doorway. Yep. Um you're pretty certain that the door you walked through and potentially the reason why it was asking questions um directs you to the demi plane of choice for whatever it whatever it wants. Fair um, enough. Which in this case was the black archives. Um he sort of indicates uh through the through the bookshelves. Do be careful. Some of those books like to... Well, bite's not the right word, but oh, you'll find out. I like to take a piece? Something along those lines. Yeah. Okay. Much appreciated, Jack. He nods his head, and you, the two of you walk through. Mm-hmm. And the bookshelf <laughs> slides closed behind you. And you are in, and you're in sort of a, 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 basically a series of four stacks that have been sort of cordoned off from the rest of the area. Uh, and they're just nothing but books on the shelves, all written in abyssal. Fortunately, <laughs> I believe uh, I speak that. While you're there, Baldrin, what did you roll in your investigation check? It was a 14. All right. Um, so what, what, what were you looking for again? I, like, what's I, going I, on? Uh, yeah, what what the okay. item of commodity was important to this gala? So, I mean, you you don't find that specifically, but you do find a um, you do find you do get word that there is sort of a um, there is a uh, sort of a, a a mercantile mixer happening in the city uh, today. Um, basically a bunch of merchants from various different unions, including the, including, uh, several of the ones that are owned by, uh, the, that are owned by the Berggrins, um, are having a get together, uh, in the, in, in sort of the market, in the market district of the city, um, which is potentially a place you could go to get information. I will head to that then. All right. Yeah, you find it's easy enough to find. You find your way uh, over. It's it's an open bazaar. There are there are rows of there are rows of uh, of uh, trade stalls that have been sort of set up to cordon off this area it, it, in 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 fairly standard merchant style. The mixer is also a wares display and purchase uh, location. Um. And so there's there's various basically all the all of the interesting things that might not get sold regularly are brought out and put on shelves here. Um, you see a, a wide variety of magical knickknacks and um, and other artisanal crafted things. Um, and uh, several dozen merchants. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I'm gonna try and uh, wander around, take a look over the wares, um, hang around any of the Beregrin ones that I ones that I recognize as owned by the Beregrins. Mm-hmm. Uh, see if there's any information that I can gather on what's happening at the Gall later in the sure. month. Give me another investigation roll with advantage because you're in your element. Investigation 15. Okay. Um. Yeah, one second. Sorry. Looking at things. Uh, so you get to talking with uh, a couple of people that are working with the mag- in, inside the magical item stall. Oh, uh, we've lost Sarah's camera. Sorry. That's okay. There it is. Um, you, you start getting, sort of having a conversation with the folks that are running the magical item stalls. And one of the conversation pieces you get on is, uh, the idea that whatever Baragrin is showing off, uh, it apparently is magical. Um, and it, and the, the only statement that anybody has heard is that it is something that will, uh, uh, Provide a alternative to bodyguards, and in some cases, military uh, military units. I'm already having a terrible thought. Those are the best thoughts. Um. Well, uh, with that, with that knowledge, um, how difficult is it to procure an invite to this gala by legitimate above-table means? Um, it's invite only, so you'd have to be somebody that Berrigan wanted there. Mm-hmm. You're not certain how Sharoon got a hold of his, but... That'd be a person you could ask. Yeah. But... Uh, so the only legitimate re- the only legitimate way is to um get the get the Baragrin's attention. Yeah, be be one of the people that he wants to show this off to. So you and you imagine if just based on those phrases, you imagine it'd be wealthy merchants, people that could use uh, wealthy merchants and nobles, people that could you know people that could use bodyguards or would want to sell this product, whatever it is. I mean, at the moment, I currently qualify as a wealthy merchant. <laughs> Not um, quite this level of wealth. But... Yeah, I know. Also, your wealth was recently acquired, not acquired yeah, through trade, yeah. which would make you know. known to the Americans. Yeah. Your new money. <laughs> <laughs> your novo riche. Uh, um, which basically gives me his plan for the rest of basically the month is to basically start a storm of business. Because as, as a forge cleric, I can make equipment material in basically no time flat. Um, So I need to do so much business so quickly and garner as much attention as possible on the business spectrum that hopefully the Berrigans will take notice. Alright. So you have a plan for that then. Is there anything else you want to do? Like, Do you want to do any sort of research or information gathering? 
about you know the place you want to go to. Yeah, I think I should definitely. While I'm doing business, I'll definitely be keeping an ear to the ground on the gala itself and what's going on, who's attending. Um, A lot of that stuff that you can learn just by doing business transactions with people that are in the know. It's true. All right. Well, you've got your plan. Uh, Five, is there anything you want to do? I want to buy something at the magical item shop. There are a wide variety of items that you could buy. All right. Uh, So... uh, what 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 would draw your eye? Oh, what looks like it might taste the best. <laughs> oh my God, there is a stall that sells. There is a stall that is selling a variety of multicolored beads um, that are being touted as uh, uh, you know a day's worth of meals in pellet form. <laughs> Something that is being sold as food this time. So, good berry magic items. I go lick them. Uh, Some common magical items. As you you try to get up, like, to the the display case, you lean out to try to lick, and your face hits just like an invisible wall. (laughs) Yes. Oh! And the merchant looks at you and, like, um, if you'd like a sample, we have a dish over here. Ooh. And he'll, he will, uh, sort of fish out a, uh, he will fish out a sample of one of these, uh, beads and sort of hand it over to you. No one knows what they're dealing with when five is involved. I put it in my mouth. What does it taste like? Uh, uh, so this one in particular is, it's sort of spongy and flavorless. And it just, as you put it in your mouth, it just dissolves on your tongue and flows down the back of your throat. And you feel full, as if you had a full day's meal. Like you're not hungry anymore. Five is immediately suspicious. Not to your liking. Well, we also have this one, if you'd like. And he pulls, like, sort of a purplish one. Set him on fire. (laughs) I eat the purple one. As it hits your tongue, it immediately turns into uh, cold drinking water that, again, flows down your throat, and you have a drink. I like that one. The food one is still confusing. And he will, and there's a sort of a sign sort of explaining what these are. These are uh, beads of nourishment and refreshment. Uh, Ooh. And they're bought by the sack. Oh, by the sack? They don't have like a, a like a necklace or something? No, no. They're they're like little oh. it's like sort of a little pouch that you can reach into and grab one and, and throw it back. It seems the they, they are currently on they're currently being sold for basically ten uh is fifty gold. Okay. I would like to buy some of the refreshment right. beads. So yeah, 50 gold will get you a bag of 10 beads of refreshment. Okay. I and give him 50 gold. Alright. He takes it. Pleasure doing business with you. And yeah, uh, each one of these beads dissolves into a pint of... Fre- uh, 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 basically a pint of... Uh, sorry, you can, you can... And he'll explain. You can put this in any liquid or just in your mouth. Um... 
and it will turn up to a pint of liquid into clean, fresh drinking water. Um, or you can just suck it down for a drink. Um, it has no effect on magical liquids, liquids or poisons, but like if you have like dirty water, you can drop it in and it'll clean it up. Ooh. Okay, now I go look for something that looks like someone in my party wouldn't want me to have it because I might be a threat to myself or others. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there's there's one there's one stall that is selling a variety of things that look magical and weird and arcane. Like if you look up the word arcane in the dictionary, these would be the pictures next to it. Yes, please. And the person sort of behind the stall here has these deep purple robes lined with black. Um, and just like their face is covered partially in shadow. They're really selling up the arc- mystical arcane secrets uh, thing. So it looks at you and what might I interest you in? So the things that he has, there is a uh, one of the things that's sort of hanging that's that's visible in this display case um, is an amulet fashioned from a shard of some sort of material that uh, it doesn't look natural when you look at it. Like it, it looks like it might be a shard of fixed reality. Like it, it, it. It like the, the 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 material that whatever it is in moves independently of the amulet itself, and it just sort of has this like purple and black smoky look to the inside of it. Um, there is also a uh, there's also a very silly looking uh, uh, cone shaped hat adorned with gold crescent moons and stars. Um. Ooh. There is a there is a a small crystal sphere, like sort of on a pillow on a on a on a pillow that glows with magical energy, um, and another one right next to it that glows a slightly different color. Um, there is a small red ruby that is etched with eldritch runes. Five points at the amulet. Ah, this, yes. This is a dark shard amulet. Fashioned from a bit of extra planar stuff. It is quite potent to those that use it and have, say, draw their powers from extra planar sources. Oh, Five doesn't know where she gets her powers from. Uh, she points at the hat. Oh, well. It's slightly out of place here, but this is a hat of wizardry. Uh, it's useful for those who have studied the more academic aspects of magic. Oh, that's not Five. Uh, she points at the crystal ball. Ah, these two are an orb of direction and an orb of time. When you use either, one tells you which direction is north, and you will always know it innately, no matter where you are. The other determines whether it is morning, afternoon, evening, or nighttime. 
regardless of if you are underground or in some ancient caves or catacombs. The compass and a clock. Yep. All right, what was the last thing? I almost had it. Uh, it was a uh, a ruby etched with eldritch runes. Oh, okay. Five points to that. Ah, this one is particularly special. This is a small ruby that, if you attach it to any sort of weapon, any magical user will be able to use that weapon as their focus for arcane magics. Fancy yourself a sword mage? I slap this onto a blade, and not only can you use the blade to slash and stab and duel, but you can also harness the magical arcane powers within through it. <laughs> Five starts laughing because she thinks of Voldren's giant thing that it, he made and gets really excited. There are also uh, there's also a, a pair of wands uh, off to the side. Uh, actually, there, sorry, there's there's like sort of a rack of wands, each slightly different in color and design. Oh. Uh. All right. Why not? Tell me. She points at those. Ah, these are a wide variety of experimental wands that some of our artisans have been crafting. Uh, this one. Uh, is a wand of conducting. You can, if you are sort of musically inclined, you can use it to craft and create orchestral styles of music just by waving it through the air, as if you were directing a band. Uh, this one is, creates harmless bursts of multicolored light that you can, that you can, uh, launch for decorative and festive uses. And these, well, these are best experienced rather than described. And he picks up the last two and uh, looks out at the crowd and points. Now, look at that dour-looking fellow. And he sort of points, and there's just this sort of a grumpy-looking dwarf that's just working on an anvil. It's not Boldred, right? It's, no, it's not Boldred. It's just a, okay. that's a random dwarf. Watch this, and he points, and magical energy erupts from the wand, and about halfway between uh, him and the dwarf, it fades into invisibility. Um, and you just see the uh, you, you just see the, um, the the dwarf suddenly break into the biggest grin you've ever seen, and look confused as to why he's grinning. <laughs> Ah, and this one, and he uh, flips to the other one, and and points and uh, at uh, at the same dwarf and fires it, and that grin just as soon as it hits, that grin just immediately turns into the deepest scowl you've ever oh. seen. These are, of course, our demonstration models. If you if you wish to purchase one, I can get you one that is fully charged and fresh. Five points at the one that he used to make the smiling, and then points at like holds up a gold piece. Like how much? Uh, the wands are twenty-five gold each. Uh, if you're interested in any of the other magical items, the ruby and the hat and the amulet are fifty gold each. Ooh. Uh. Five will pay him for the wand of the smiles and the ruby. All right. You have purchased a wand of smiles. 
and uh, Ruby of the War Mage. As well as uh, a bag of beads of refreshment. So you now have... Uh, I'll, and I'll put them in magical items in a, in a minute, but you now have a Wand of Smiles, uh, which uh, the wand has three charges. While holding it, you can use an action to expend one of its charges and target a humanoid you can see within 30 feet of you. The target must succeed a DC 10 Charisma saving throw or be forced to smile for one minute. And when the, uh, the, the wand regains all of its expended charges daily at dawn, if you expend the wand's last charge, roll a d20, and on a wand, it transforms into a Wand of Scowls. <laughs> Uh, the Wand of Scowls is the other one that he used and yeah. also if you spend all of that one's charges it might turn into a Wand of Smiles exactly um, the Ruby of the War Mage is a is a basically it's what exactly what I said if you attach it to any if you attach it to any weapon um, you, you spend basically you spend 10 minutes and uh, attaching it to a weapon and you can use that weapon as your arcane focus so, meaning that even if you're holding it, it doesn't, like, you cast your magic through it, so it doesn't matter if you're holding it in your hands when you're casting using somatic components. Um, yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, after after your day of after your day of conversation is done, Boulter, you, you, you turn to C5 uh, now with a, 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 a wand... Nope, at, she's put at, that shit oh, away. She's oh, not showing no. that to anybody. It's all in your bag, then. <laughs> you just turn to C5 looking at stuff. Hey there, Lux. How's your day been? This gives you a thumbs Good, up. good, good. Well, I've got plans. I'm probably going to be busy for the most of the next month, so you're free to... Either continue to tag along with me, although it's going to be a lot of boring business, or do as you please, I suppose. All right. And back at the library. So, mm-hmm. Selena and Arkansas, you guys are in this four stacks of books. What you doing? She looks around, realizes that she did not think this through very well. Because she does not speak abyssal. As we have established. Oh, but you know who does? You're not there. Hush. That's why I'm not there. (laughs) And just says, fuck. Need some help? That depends. Do you read Abyssal? Yep. You are my new best. You are my new best fucking friend. <laughs> Happy to be of service. Uh, they say a lot of things. Is there something in particular you're looking for? Mostly titles, but... Yeah. Um, yes. Mostly the books presumably have titles. On most of them do. Not all of them do. But most way. of them do. Yeah. Uh, you're looking for a best stuff. Anything specific or... How to get in there, how to find things that, well, not how to get in there. We've got that, and I don't need to waste time trying to find stuff that I don't, well, assumedly we will. I don't need to waste time trying to research stuff that I'm not necessarily going to need. So how to survive traveling there, how to survive there, how to get out, 
and how to find things in there. Okay, without actually touching any of the books, because I am the slightest bit genre savvy, um, going <laughs> to look for relevant titles. <laughs> um, there is one that has... Uh, um, there's one that's that reads uh, The Palace of a Thousand and One Closets. Um, there is another that uh, reads The Realm of a Million Eyes. Uh, there is another that reads Twelve Trees. Um, one that reads Death's Reward. Uh, one that reads... Uh, nothing like My Journey into the Abyss, a beginner's guide. No, nothing like that. Uh, one that one that reads In the Realm of Loth. Um, one that reads The Gates of Heaven. Uh, one that reads The Wells of Darkness, one that reads The Writhing Realm, and you sort of get a trend. Like yeah. none of these are none of these have like very easy to ascertain what's what they're about. Don't suppose you have anything more specific. More specific than exactly. I, I um. Uh, I'll sort of read off some of the titles. Just uh, not really sure what. I hate wizards so much. Well, that's not nice. You hear a voice saying from off to the side. Look over. Jack's there. Oh, hey, Jack. Um, as a group, not individual ones. It just it, it, as a, as a whole. Anyways, oh, I'm not a wizard. Anyways, I'm a bard. Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> this is a lot. Where do I narrow my down? What I'm looking for. Uh, by narrowing down what you're looking for. The uh, is there a particular plane you're looking to read about, or is there a particular abyss? The, there are infinite layers to the abyss. Which, I understand that. Is there a particular layer of I the abyss? You're looking for someone, right? Yes. Do you know which layer of the abyss no. they were taken to? Do you know who may have taken them? And what connection they have Let's to any individual layer. Sure. <laughs> it seems like you weak. need to talk about this with someone who isn't invested. What? Why do you need to go? Because there's somebody who got taken to the abyss and we need to get them. I'm not because judging in you. The abyss. How do you know they're still in the abyss? We don't. We're a... Okay, I have to start somewhere, right? He 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 points to one of the books that says uh, that that's that reads the Palace of a Thousand and One Closets. I think you should start there. All right. All right. Thank you. Too much talking, not enough reading. Uh, so, which, then talking to me to tell me what it is. Do any of you? Do any of which one? Which one of you reaches out to grab the book? I have been Ladies first. Grab for it. All right, we need a wisdom saving throw. Awesome, my best save. And by you... best, I mean worst. It's almost like demons prey on wisdom, not charisma. Fourteen. <laughs> That's not terrible. So you feel this sort of pull as you grab the book, and you pull it back, and you go to hand it to Agdrasol, and you can't let go of it. 
I look at the book. You can open it. You just can't let go yeah. of it. Yeah, I look at the book. Listen, asshole. It doesn't say anything back. It's a book. I gotta get. <laughs> I'm going to get what I need to know, and I look over. Less not Jack. being sober for this. I look over at Jack. He smiles. Look back. Look at Jack. And I shrug, and I look back and go, "Well, you are attached to my hand. I need to. I need to point out that I can that, that I can create flames from my hand at will." The book does nothing. It's a book. All right, I'm just saying. I open the book. You open the book. Give me another wisdom saving throw. Okay. <laughs> Thirteen. The words that you see before you warp and twist, and you feel the yeah. you yeah, feel okay. the fraying edges of your sanity begin to close in as Jack reaches over and smacks you in the back of the head with his cane. Ow! You drop oh. the book. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Wasn't sure how I was going to handle that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he shrugs. His, he holds his hands up like this. I'm a bard. <laughs> let me be, let me see if I understand this right, Jack. I just want to make sure I understand the situation. You gave me a book to read, and then. When I and I understand dangerous, you gave me a dangerous book to read, and then when I tried to read it, you hit me, so I stopped reading it. It looked like you were about to start frothing at the mouth and trying to chew off your friend's face, so I was just stopping that before it happened. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I'll go over to. I'm sure you have ways you can stop me from doing that, right? <laughs> <laughs> if that were to happen. <laughs> Perhaps your friend should pick up the book. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Whatever. Reach out and pick it up. Pull it up. Give me a wisdom saving throw. I like how the concern wasn't the going mad at the mouth and frothing at the like frothing in the mouth. Going insane and frothing in the mouth. It was the you can handle that, right? If I if, yeah, I, take exactly. that, if I go insane. So you pick it up. And your hand sort of clenches around it, and you realize that you can't let go of it. Yeah. And yes, he did. He did remove curse via a method of hitting you with his cane. Yes. <laughs> yep. Which is amazing. <laughs> Not high enough level that even if I had access to that spell, uh, yeah. <laughs> Open the book. Give me another wisdom saving. I'm going to bend luck. So you have three points to give you an extra D4. Right, so okay. Roll a D4. Or I guess and a D4. I roll a D4 and you get the bonus. Okay. Go. Either way, wisdom save. 16 plus 20. 20. Right. So yeah, you open the you open the 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 book and the words begin to shift but through force of will and this strange feeling of fortune, uh you just sort of exert your will upon the book and then the letters stop moving and you can read it. 
and read. Uh, The book is basically a detailed... The book is mostly... uh, Sarah, your microphone is jostling whenever you move. I don't know if it's hanging in a weird place or not. Um, Mostly what you read is a trap. Uh, The book seems designed to devour the mind of anybody who opens it if they're not strong enough will. Uh, The rest of it is a actually remarkably short accounting of the first layer of the uh, the first layer of the abyss, uh, Pazunia, also known as the Palace of a Thousand and One Closets. Um, it's an infinite plane that only has three distinct features. The River Styx, which flows through it, um, as it does through the top layers of all the other evil planes. Um, large sinkholes, which connect it to other layers of the abyss, some which were drilled intentionally by ancient demons during the abyss's original exploration, and the largest of which is the Grand Abyss, uh, and iron fortresses, which guard the physical bodies of demon princes when they leave the abyss to travel astrally. It seems that this is the plane that demon lords come to when they want to leave. Um, it's also the, f- it's also typically the first plane you enter, and has the most connections to other planes. The first layer you enter in has the most connections to other planes. Basically, if you come to the abyss in here, you can then leave from here to go to almost any other plane. Um, sort of as like a step through, which makes it, obviously, which would make it really hard to follow. As well as... As he's reading, layer. he'll sort of explain and relate this information to Selena. Um, mm-hmm. She is playing, paying attention. She's being a good student. And so the, 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 the idea is that in addition to connecting to all of the other layers of the abyss, it also connects to all of the other planes. Um, as sort of a, basically as a way when anything dies, it comes here. Uh, as well as people who are foolhardy enough to try to summon demons can sometimes also get sucked here. Uh, traversing, uh, traver- traversing Pazunia, you have to avoid the sinkholes, the fortresses, the demons that roam around randomly, killing anything that comes in sight, and the portals to other dimensions. Yep. Piece of cake. Also, the river sticks. If you fall in the river sticks, you die. Yeah. Don't get wet. Understood. All right. Well, that seems to be the place to start. It's good to know. Tells us a little bit about what to avoid and what to... It also might create some complications, because I'm assuming we're not exactly sure where, if your friend started on this lair, where they were taken or went from there. No, but that would be once we get there, figuring it out from there. I mean, that's... That's just step two. Uh, Jack smacks you on the back of the head and you drop the book. Thank you. You're welcome. Have you ever, have you considered scrying on the person who is left, who is who you are trying to find? That is a possible. Yes, I have considered that. It's not something that I can do, but yes. Not something that I can do. I don't have the money to pay. To front the money for a scry. I might. I don't know. It was something that if if we need to do, I absolutely can. Well, but In order to narrow down the current known yeah, number of layers, yeah. uh, 
Uh, he says, and, and just uh, for your edification, there are currently 666 known layers to the abyss. There are obviously more, considering it is infinite. Um, you may wish to have somebody take a look at your friend and see if they can find them before you leap headfirst into a realm of demons who want nothing more than to flay this flesh from your bones and eat the rest. Fortunately, I, I don't mean, have that, that sounds like a that sounds like a Monday to me. Hmm. Fair enough. It but was, yeah, it no, was a Monday it, for it, me it, once. It, it. We've got to talk about. I, I want to know so much about you at some point, but I am on. I only have about a month, so now is probably not the time. Um, that is a very good point, though. Thank you for the suggestion. Well, if you would like, there are other members of this building that have the power of divination. Are they... Uh, um... I would suggest asking the Minotaur. He's the nicest okay. of the bunch. Or the shadowy boy. I mean, are they... He's the most. Are they members well, of? The, uh, I suppose I should ask this of you. Are you? Are you a magister? Yes. Yeah, I was afraid of that. Well, um, transcendentally, but that's enough of a that's enough of a layer of level of distance that I'm okay with it. Um, but and the rest of them are too. Yes, everybody here is. The, the the nicest one is the Minotaur. The most likely to help you is the shadowy one. He's a bit of an altruist. Uh, an altruist? Yes. Duly noted. Um, if I knew this person, I would just deal with it myself. But No, no, it's fine. Um, thank you for the advice, Jack. We will... I will... I might do that at some point. But for now, I think we're probably... Let's go meet up with everybody else. He reaches over with his cane and pulls a book, and the bookshelf turns. And he okay. sort of nods. As you guys step out, the bookshelf closes, and Jack is already out there? Yeah. Uh-huh. And he because just, Jack. And he leads you down the stairs. Well, then... If you have any if you have any further reading requirements, please feel free to come. The easiest way to get through is to simply tell the door you wish to go to the Black Archives. Black Archives. Yes. Got it. And he sits down in the chair and he immediately just collapses back like a dead like a like a long dead skeleton. Night. Alright. And you guys head out? Yep. Open exit, the door. presumably not pursued by bear. <laughs> you exit through the door. Find yourselves back on the street outside this squat, two-story, ramshackle-looking building. Well, that was way that that was that was much more pleasant than I was afraid it was going to be. You know, there's so many stories I'm going to drag out of you once I figure out how to, how much alcohol it takes to get you drunk. I mean, a lot, but noted. Um, let's see if we can go find a fucking dwarf. All right. Mm. Uh, you all had sort of indicated that you would meet up back at the uh, the Adventurer's Guild. Yeah. Going there, you find each other. 
All right. I'm assuming I'm allowed in the bar part of the Adventurers Guild. So long as you're with other members, yeah. Yeah. I will... I'll pace myself because I have to pay for my drinks here. <laughs> you do. Uh, yeah, so you guys meet up. Corbin's there. Uh, Hope and Kaylin are also there. Um and Baldrin at five, and the two of you as well. Corbin just looks. So, how'd it go? Went well. I've uh, got a good potential starting point, got some ideas. Um, yeah. Looks over at Baldrin. It's not, this, is, this is marginally less of a suicide mission, so good news. Yeah, look over at Baldrin. How did your thing go? You're muted. You're muted, William. All right. I've got more plans forming. One's fairly forthcoming, uh, like the one I'm going to be pursuing. Okay. Well, I got my ox, so I'm happy. Good. Oh, it's not. It, it survived the trip. Yes, it did. Awesome. He just sort of gives you a look. He has his helmet on, by the way, so his eyes are just glowing red as he looks at you. Of course he does. Because why would you not wear that all the time? Uh, it's the greatest thing. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I feel like I'm going to be busy for the next month. As am I. So weren't you, and he sort of looks over at Voltron, weren't you talking about going into the tower? Aye, but um, reports are that those and those leaving the tower find it differently laid out when they return to it. And uh, yep. we won't be able to get too much progress in the span of a month. At least... That is, at if least a month is still a month for you. This is this is true. I don't know that some of our members are willing to take that risk. Nope. Unfortunately not. Otherwise, I would be down. I mean, we might not get far in a month, but we could actually we could at least see if there's some sort of clue as to what you're wanting to do in there. Nobody that comes back out of it reports that it like alters time flow or anything like that. Okay, so last time you asked me, I rolled really high on this, mm -hmm. and I asked you, and I rolled really high on this, and you said, it sometimes does, it's just not consistent. Yeah, How you know yeah. that. Co you know that. Corbin doesn't. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you're intentionally giving us misinformation through who an NPC to PC. Got it. Um, Agrasil will actually sort of, the wings will kind of, do that thing that birds do when they're slightly confronted or perturbed, like so, cats perk up. Yeah. Yeah, well, not exactly true. No. Can alter time flow. Doesn't always. But you never know what you're going to get on a lottery wheel. I mean, I'm up for doing it if no one else is. 
I'm I'm definitely on the tower alone then because I I strongly desire to to join you, but I cannot do so for a month. I am employed. Yeah, (laughs) yes, I'd love I'd love to head in, but I'm not going in unless we got everyone. By the way, not sure about the suicide mission to the abyss yet. As I said, I don't know you people. However, totally down for going into the tower. Look me up if you survive the demons of hell and if I don't decide to join you. Yeah, yeah, I'm not too sold on the demons of hell either, Corbin says, looking at Selena. Uh, Technically, yeah, the demons of the infinite layers yeah, of the abyss. Yeah, so. Connection: uh, Hell is where devils come from. Sorry, hell's a different one. Devils this of hell, demons nice of the abyss. Either way, not entirely on board with this plan. Uh, it's fine. Um, oh, I guess I'll take some jobs then. And he goes over to the uh, job board and starts looking at things. Cool. Um, I'm assuming it's fairly late in the day at this point. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's evening. The n- night yeah. has fallen. So, sort of look over. Um, goes to five. Sorry if we got off on the wrong foot. I didn't catch a name earlier. Five. Mm. Nice to meet you, Five. Five just gives a, like, yeah, I'm busy kind of nod and continues Uh, doing absolutely nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm busy doing nothing. (laughs) That's that's an energy-absorbing task. All right. So... I know being brushed off when I see it, and I'll go back to talking to whoever's willing to talk to me. So... Presumably, you guys eventually go to bed. So, over the course yeah. of the next month, what do you want to do? Um, Selena, make sure they don't die. Are. Um, that probably mostly involves. We'll at least look into the how much uh, what it's going to take to get some scrying done. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's pretty easy information. You know, any priest can any pre- almost any priest can almost any cleric, I should say, can scry um, for a price. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, most high level ma- magic users can scry for a price. Right. There are also some magical items that can be bought uh, that allow you to scry independently. Um, they're not quite as reliable as having somebody actually cast the spell, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't say most any cleric, considering scrying is a fifth level spell. But you know, you can find a cleric from any temple that can do right. it, right? Because NPC clerics don't follow the same level progression that PC clerics do. Um. <laughs> they get they get scrying at level one, and that's it. <laughs> They can only do scrying. They can only and occasionally cure wounds. <laughs> scrying and cure wounds and resurrections. Those are their three spells that they know. <laughs> and it all costs money. And then Jack had previously told you that uh, the Minotaur. Yeah, or the before one, we start talking to the magisters, because you know, 
That's fair. Anti-wizard prejudices. Yep. Selena has a lot of prejudices. Heard, <laughs> or specifically I definitely heard anti-wizard prejudices <laughs> as opposed to anti-wizard prejudices, which is just fantastic all around. No, 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 no. There no, was no, no H no. on that word. Anyways. <laughs> Homebrew class, hentai wizard. No. no. They just have nothing no. but they just have nothing but tentacle based spells. Yeah. No. Arms they'll of power. Resur- they'll resurrect you, but only like this. <laughs> Anyways. Once you get resurrected, you don't want to be alive anymore. <laughs> Moving off that subject. <laughs> Rapidly and at great speed. <laughs> uh, okay, anyways. So she will Are you going to a young priest, an old to, priest, or I the magistrate? <laughs> she will go to um Aradnir's temple. Okay. Speaking of hentai wizards. <laughs> no. Aradnir is the goddess of desire. Anyways. Yes. Um, and see if somebody there there are be willing to spray on someone for them. There are several very lightly dre- very lightly dressed uh yep. female elf pr- clerics oh, of there. Of course, that's why you'd go there. Um and uh yeah. that's not the only reason. It's, that's like if you look at the image of Aradnir, the cleric's vestments are fall in line. Um, yeah. That is not the only reason. It just Aradnir is one of the many deities that she venerates. Probably the one that she venerates the most, but eh, pretty close. <laughs> uh, that either that or uh, to to the surprise of no one. Um, uh, the elemental one. Elemental just, chaos. Yes. The plane shaper. I mean, he's a fire genasi wild maid sorcerer. He's the elemental chaos. I think they, it's sort of like they, they are the yes. elemental chaos. Um, the last person who misgendered yeah. the elemental chaos was turned into a chicken at random. <laughs> Nobody misgenders the elemental chaos. Duly noted. Okay. So Flavis reincarnates. That needs to be a function. <laughs> I'm I'm joking. I'm sorry. No, that's no, fine. that's funny. Um, so, regardless, yes, I'm I'm going there asking. There is anybody who would be willing to scry on someone for me? Oh yeah, they are more than willing to. Voyeurism is in. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. So yeah. Oh, no. Uh so yeah, no, you can get uh let me look at a thing real quick. Um Don't know you people. <laughs> um uh it costs uh it it will cost you a thousand gold. Well shit. That Going elsewhere. Cost, that is the cost of the spell. And that, that's, that's, that's the lowest anyone will go on a scrying spell. Yeah. Too precious. Yeah, no, that's fair. I'm going to look for magical items then. Um, okay. See if I can find anything cheaper. As a reminder, 
Selena does still have most of Nyx's gold. You're not wrong. I don't know if she would want to use it in this case or ever. Oh, she has no qualms about that. Nyx, like, had a poverty vow type thing, so didn't. Oh, well, shit. Yeah, and somebody has, like, all of five gold, too. I think Hope has your gold. Yeah, Hope has a lot of fives. Can you read off how much money that is on on <laughs> Nix's character sheet? Because I took all that off when I when I actually divvied that. Um, I can't, but I can go back and chat. That might take me a little bit. Oh yeah, that's right. I wrote it in chat. That's I um, sorry because I didn't. <sighs> no, that's fine. I only recorded what Nix had on his person. Basically, double your gold. I mean, I yeah, it's something like, like that. Like, basically uh, double the amount of gold you have because it was an equal share you divvied out. Yeah. Well, with a little skin. Because I remember there were several platinum, and Nyx kept one platinum. Um, oh. There it is. I found it. Okay, great. <clears throat> Sorry for making things complicated. Uh nope nope never mind I had already le- I had already counted it in so I still don't have enough. Um, you don't have ten platinum. A hundred platinum. Oh no, I do have enough. Never mind. Oh yeah, no, it would be a hundred. I never look at no. platinum. It would be hundred platinum. I always, yeah. Yeah, and so it'd be I, the amount listed. I think minus one platinum and two gold. Hold on, I need to do some math here. Sorry. No, you're fine. Six three five plus two um, so during the month, keeping uh, them alive, also seeing if I can, if I don't have an income from my job of doing this, making some money on the side by helping out the adventuring one. Sure. Uh, also, do I get an income from? Yeah, you have an in, you have an income. Okay. You have a, you have a regular income. I will tell you what it is in a minute. Because he's got something he's saving up for, so he'd like money if he can get it. Yeah, yeah, you get ten gold a week, so you'll you'll yep. get an extra forty gold. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can get any other any more from like. We will see. Essentially, signing on to Corbin's jobs or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or help in Baldrin if he needs someone working. So before I before I drop that um, drop that amount, I can barely. But before I do, I'm going to look for magical items and see if maybe I can find one cheaper. Uh, any magical item that does the same thing is going to be more expensive. Okay. I don't know. He says they're less reliable. So they are. They are, but they're made and they're being sold. You could try to bargain someone down for one. Um, but uh, like sort of base cost is going to be more expensive than a scoring spell. Alright. Well, yep, I dropped then I will I will go back to a Radnir's. Mm-hmm. And yep. Okay. Uh, they take you over to a large bowl of water. Uh, and okay, you'll be able to see what we see through the bowl. Um, and begin to cast the spell. 
uh, asking, well, before they do, they ask if you have any items of personal value uh, of the person, uh, a description of them, Probably. their name. Um... Uh, description and name for sure. Yeah. I actually don't think I do have anything of. The the ring, but it's a ring of non-detection, which kind of <laughs> just screws the whole thing. Actually, no, because it's only non-detection in the area you're in. So unless unless Nix is within 60 feet of you, then it wouldn't actually be an issue. Yeah, I was about to say, no, Wait, non-detection stops nothing coming. Use the ring of detection track. That is just perfect. Yeah, you can't. It was, yeah, it's, it's, it's with. Fine, there we go then. It's an item yeah. that Nyx wore for an extended period of time, so... Yep. Yeah, because the ring of non-detection stops stuff from coming in, not going out. Yep. So, uh, they they sort of toss the ring into the into the, into the the water, um, and with the description and everything, you have performed the, the, perform the, the spell casting. Um, and you, watching the water, you see... First, you see... Core. Mm-hmm. Then it shifts, going across the plains uh, north to vigilant, and stopping, going south to the forest, and then zooming in, zooming in, zooming in. You find yourself looking at the burnt-out remains of a village. Okay. And in the middle of it, you find the stripped bare body of Nyx tied to what appears to be some sort of ritualistic altar. And you see the masked grinning masked form of Umbra standing above him with chanting robed cultists around. And you could swear Umbra looks right at you before plunging a knife into Nyx's throat and the vision fades. Uh... Hmm. Hold on just a second here. The cleric looks quite shaken. <laughs> like, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Are we figuring out how badly this is going to go in a second? <laughs> no, we're figuring what, seeing if there's anything ridiculously stupid that do um no I'm not gonna say it <laughs> sorry I read it <laughs> Hmm. I 
Let's see, to an ability check, attack roll, or saving, damn it. That doesn't apply for that. Um, that's exactly what I'm at, what I'm trying to figure out is if I can voluntarily cause a wild surge. Um, I mean, roll a d100. All right. Magic just goes off. There is a very slight chance that that could result in a teleportation. I am. Uh, I have the power to trickle to trick trickle. I have the power to trigger chaos, uh, wild magic surges whenever I want because I'm the GM. <laughs> um, Fifty-two. Oh, good, a spectral shield that helps me. Uh, so as as Selena watch as as you see this vision cut out, you just feel this surge of emotion that pours out of you forming a sort of a pink glowing shield that just sort of hovers around you for a minute the cleric looks at you confused um so that's how it cha- so so that's how that would channel that way for Ah, uh, this is gonna piss people. This is gonna this is gonna piss the person she just paid a hundred gold off. A um, thousand gold, but a thousand gold. Um, but just sort of instinctually, she shrieks and fires her Janasi burning hands into the pool like she was trying to aim at. Yeah, that's fine. At Umbra. Yeah. So, uh, you just and just fire erupts from your hands and pours into the water, which steams out, uh, sort of clouding the entire room in steam as you just evaporate the water in this bowl. And then she just turns around and stalks out. Yep. And you do leaving, so. Leaving the ring? There is a ring now, just sort of sitting in the bowl. I don't know. Let's bowl. see if she remembers it. Uh... She snatches up the ring. You, uh, you have resistance to fire damage, right? Yes, yeah. I do. Uh, so you take uh, you take seven points of fire damage. That's already factoring in your reduction. Uh, as you grab, as you grab a burning hot piece of metal that you just lit on fire. <laughs> Fine. And it just sort of singes in your hand as you march, as you stomp out, leaving very leaving chaos in your wake, which is fairly appropriate. Yes, which is appropriate. Um, as they, you know, rush to see if the cleric is okay and <laughs> anything else happen. I think I may have been excommunicated. I mean, that was an emotional response that people can assume would happen when they see someone they probably care about. I mean, that's die. true. Also you're in you're, also you're in the church you're in the temple of the goddess of passion and desire so that's true you, that entire sentence was muted Aaron yeah Aaron everything you said was muted ah i was going to say it's a temple of passion and desire they're probably glad that happened over like someone being murdered and not like 
your ex got together with a different person. That's what they typically get scry requests for. Does this mean we don't have to go to the abyss? I mean, you still can if you want. Um, <laughs> so, Selena, where are you stomping off don't to? don't know that. She well, is I, just stomping off just... in her own... Just in her own direction? Yes. All right. Meanwhile. And she probably won't be seen for the next mo- until it's time for the mission. Okay. So, Selena... Exocell will probably make an effort to check in just to make sure she's alive. Yeah, she's um, wearing the non-detection ring. Okay. Yep. I mean, I wasn't going to try and scry, but... No, yeah. She is trying to stay you, away from people. Adrisil, with your particular connections, you will be able to find people who have seen Selena. You might not be able to find Mostly Selena yourself, just, but... If she seems like she wants to be alone, he's not going to approach her directly, but he is going to try and, like, knowing enough people around the city and stuff... Make sure there's like verified sightings that she hasn't gone off and like yeah, you you blown up a building and died or something. You work for an information broker. Non-detection rings only prevent magical finding, not people on the street. So, yeah, um, and yeah, like it's just because that happens to adventurers. That's true. No, um, you 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 are well. You will well enough be able to keep tabs on yeah, Selena yeah. for the month. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, Baldrin. I got a month of making money. (laughs) Make me four smithing tools checks with your, whatever your highest ability modifier is. Uh, That would be my wisdom, which is fitting because I'm doing this as a cleric. Yeah. And it's so, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're using your knowledge of smithing with your sort of innate ability to guide the hammer. Make me four of those. 14, 22, 20, and 15. All right. Roll me four d20s. Six, 18, 13, 13. And then multiply each d20 result by the each d20 result by the blacksmithing result in a row. Okay. So, so that's going to be 14 times 6, 22 times 18, 20 times yeah. 13, and 15 times 13. 14 times 6. All right, no, that's not 14. I use asterisks. 14 times 6. 22 times 18. And then Agdrasol, um, give me four of your, whatever your highest relevant to questing skill roll is. Um... Damn it. I'm not actually proficient in any dexterity skills. And then add all those together once you're done, William. Um, so... So, like, survival would, would perception be or insight be considered a relevant skill? Perception, yes. Insight, no. 935. Actually, would survival... It's the survival, same thing, yeah, but survival, survival, be survival would also be relevant, yes. Okay. Uh, so you got 935 gold uh, over the course of the month uh, from selling your wares. Okay, that's pretty good, mostly. Right. Then roll me a D100, William. Uh, okay, Aaron, roll four D20s. 
35. I did. No, no, no. Or not four, four, four just flat D20s. Okay. Wait a second. Two, three, four. All right. Now multiply each of the results of your survival rolls by each of those d20 in sequential order. All right. So um, I'm going to ask that you move to someone else real quick yeah, because that's going that's to fine. take me an embarrassingly long time. That's fine. Uh, five, were you doing anything over the course of the month? Yes. Five uh, was going to take several... Uh, hours of each day to go tr- uh, try out her new polymorph spell. She does this by transforming into like a horse or something else that runs really fast and just going out and running around. Okay, you do that. You have quite a lot of fun transforming into a horse and roaming around outside the city. Uh, I eat apples. Uh... And I do other horse stuff. Um, <laughs> and Aaron, once you've got no, all that, add I, all those results together. Then I, yep. I also would like to go to some place. Uh, like, are there newspapers? Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to go to like wherever that is and read about uh, local events. Um, and see if there's any news on anybody that sounds anything like the people who uh, previously abducted me. And if so, I'd like to go find out more information about those people. In in your in what sense? Because that's happened twice. <laughs> oh, uh, the the second time. The Rangers. The second, not the Rangers. No, the the people before. Oh, that. oh, oh, oh. The, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. The people I was with before. Got it. But no, I don't do the, this in horse form. I go yeah. in person form. There does not seem to be yeah. any information about them in the newspapers. Five is both relieved and a little disappointed. Um, because what's the point in burning down someone's entire life and killing all of them if you don't even make the papers? Um, there is there is information about uh, something that may or may not have caught your eye. There's a there's a uh, there is someone uh, issuing a standing challenge to all competitors, um, offering uh, some sort of magnificent reward if they defeat them in single combat uh, within the city of Core. Um, they have had over a thousand challengers and haven't been beaten yet. What kind of a person is offering that uh, challenge? Uh, the person is a massive, uh, a, a massive uh, man, uh, seemingly human, uh, with long white hair, sort of tied in a braid, going down his back, and he seems to wield a great sword and no, not wear very much in the way of armor. Oh, barbarian! Does this person perform these challenges in a public setting? Yes. I would uh, like to there's go a, and observe. There's sort of a parks area of Kor, uh near the near the temple to Kor himself, actually, uh, yes. where this person sort of cha- is is challenging people, um, sort of underneath a tree in sort of a little clearing. Um, you go and watch. Yes. So yeah, you see uh, a variety of people, and, and at one point you see Corbin attempting to challenge him, um, because Corbin would. Yeah. Uh, and. <laughs> 
he moves with uh, everything that he does seems natural, but doesn't seem like it should be natural. Uh, as like he he uh, as he most of the time he avoids taking damage by avoiding being hit. He's a very large and well built, muscular man as well. Like you wouldn't think he'd be as agile as he is, just considering his physique. But um, he simply avoids being where attacks are coming from and retaliates, typically with one or two strikes, knocking people down to the ground or throwing them out of the arena that he sort of the sort of a makeshift arena that he's put together. Um, he doesn't seem to be raging like a barbarian would. He also doesn't seem to be using magic or anything like that. He simply is, for the most part, beating these these challengers through sheer force of skill. Um, even those that are using magic against him, it seems as if their magic seems to be ineffective, or he is just really good at getting out of the way. Yeah, one person throws a fireball and and he just simply pushes through the flames, seemingly unaffected. Um, while while he's fighting, there's a gnome with a wand of conduction off to the side playing music, just going dun dun dun. Always, always. He's not he's not nearly as lithe as Sephiroth. Like he could like you could stack three Sephiroths. In a, like inside him, basically, is how wide, how broad I, I, he is. I'm basically picturing this as the Sephiroth fight in Kingdom Hearts, where it's like the the optional boss fight that you're not supposed to be able to beat easily. Kind of. That, that's a way to that's a way to envision it. Yeah. Um, he's apparently offering some sort of fantastic reward, but nobody is able to get it. Can I, while I watch him, can I uh, cast detect magic? Sure. Um. Obviously, within thirty feet of him, uh, you'd have you'd have to get sort of in the arena with him to get within the range of that safe. I can't I can't go like if the arena is here and he's here. I can't go like right where his back is. I mean, you'd have to get in the arena. He stands in the middle of it. Oh, in the middle of it. And he rarely moves away from the middle of it. Is that cheating? No. Oh. Um, it's, only... it's kind of the opposite. <laughs> what is the arena made of? Dirt. There's are there walls? No, it's like a dirt ring. Are there are there trees around it? There's one tree at the far end. Part of me really wants to do this, and part of me thinks it'd be a really bad idea. And over the course of the month, you all would have probably heard about this at some point. Especially Agdrasol, who's working with Corbin. You would have seen Corbin attempt it. I make sure Corbin doesn't go overboard and get himself killed. He does not. Okay. He wouldn't, but... So are you going to try to get within the ring to sort of analyze him? Uh, yeah. Okay. So you step Maybe. in the ring. And you cast Detect Magic. He sort of turns to look at you, but doesn't actually approach, because you didn't openly challenge him. You're just casting a spell. Um, and yeah, he reads his magical. What kind? 
non-specific, just he has a magical aura. It's brilliantly white. Well, it needs to be a little more specific because it says I can learn its school of magic. If it has a school. If any. It doesn't have a school. Well, that's bullshit. Yeah, a lot of magical items don't. Is it him? Is he the is he the it magical? Is, it is him. Yes. You're you're just you're just watching Mardok like in Avatar form, just <laughs> having a challenge. I don't know what that means. Mardok is the god of brotherhood. Oh. And battle. And good times in general. He's the brother to all. Yeah, he just sort of looks at you. He, he definitely looks like an older human. Like, he looks to be maybe in his 60s, except for the ridiculously ripped physique. Um, yeah, he, that that is a thing he witnessed. Would you like to challenge him? Again, part of me really wants to. And part of me doesn't think it's possible to beat him. Go for it. Do it. Do it. Do it. That's the voice what in your head. What would that do? <laughs> I would probably yeah, the, have this dilemma. <laughs> the voice, yeah, the voice in my head definitely says something. But they don't uh, say that. Uh, yeah, nice I feel like five has, an amount, five has an amount of survival instinct, I feel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what was intended for. Sorry. It doesn't matter, though, because five, whatever the answer is, I'm either going to take it as, yeah, that's what I want to do, or, yeah, I don't. Well, while you're while you're contemplating that, um, Agdrasol, that amount is how much you get in silver uh, for your month of work. You're muted. My percentile. Sorry, I missed the number. How much? Uh, the the number that you rolled, which you rolled twelve forty two. Okay. That much in silver. So convert to gold as needed. Nice. Um. Mostly because Corbin's been taking Corbin's been taking smaller jobs that keep him in the city, so that he doesn't leave the city. Um, which means that less pay, but less gradient of pay, at least. Um, all right. And then after a month, mm-hmm. providing there's nothing else to do. Uh, Selena, is there anything else you're doing over the course of the month or just running wild? Um, no, she pretty much just. She finds somewhere to she finds some random inn to stay at instead of the instead of the guild. Does she, and does she stay at the Misfits Respite? No. Um and uh, yeah, pretty much keeps to herself. Okay. Well Selena has a emotionally withdrawn month. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone else, uh, Boldrin, makes some money. Uh, and as, lots soon as, of alcohol. as soon as William gets back, I will inform him the results of his attempt to get an invitation to the Bergen State. 
Um, Agdrasol and Corbin do a variety of jobs, uh, making a good amount of coin. Um, five wanders around as a horse quite often. I believe, so is that number plus 30 for... Yeah, that's, 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 that, that is separate from the gold you get just as your job. Um, separate from the gold you get as your stipend. Mm -hmm. And the month rolls by. Ding! Uh, and we find ourselves at the end. Let me pull up my calendar so that I can tell you exactly what day it is. Um... Most of you uh, reconvene on Eldius, the 30th day of Consonant. Uh, whether or not Selena reconvenes with the group on that day. Yes. Right? So, uh, uh, she Baldrin, she's already committed. Uh, Baldrin, <laughs> yes, you do get, you get uh, an invitation to, uh, the, uh, to the gala mm. as a merchant. All right. And on the thirtieth of Consonant, you all reconvene at the Misfits Respite uh, to go over the plan for the next day. Um, what's the dress code for this? Is it just come as you are? Or... Formal. Okay. Um, Baragrin will be in a mask, but no one else is expected to be in a mask. Um, here's the question: Can dwarves pass armor off as formal? Not normally, no. Okay. Uh, but you do have time if you want to go buy magical items that might assist that. <laughs> Can I get my armor glamoured? Uh, let me see. I know I know. leather armor can be glamoured. I don't know what, what tiers of armor. Armor of gleaming, that's probably not what you're looking for. Um... Like, Glamoured Leather was, like, in the DMG, I think. Let me take a look. It was, like, a suit of... I think it was specifically a suit of leather armor that that can... that looks like a suit of clothing. Uh, Glamoured Studded Leather. While wearing this armor, you get a plus one bonus to AC. You also use a bonus action to speak the armor's command word and cause the armor to assume the appearance of a normal suit of clothing. I will say that, yes, you can probably get, um... Uh, glamoured attached to your armor. How much would that cost in gold uh, or in time? It would cost... Let me take a look at my tables. It would it would cost you about like 5,000 gold. Yeah, I, I, I haven't even gotten the opportunity to have that much money. No, no. Um, it's, it's a rare enchantment, so it's expensive. Yeah. Uh, so, it definitely, I'll just... I have, fortunately, I have defensive spells, so if I need to do something, uh, I can protect myself. So you, um, you buy yourself some noble clothes, probably. Yeah. Which is like, I think it's like, I think it's like gold, 10, 10 gold, gold or something gold. like that. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. <clears throat> oh, um, there is, sorry, I... I yes? There is one thing I'm doing. Okay. Which is I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... Eight, nine, ten gems from the dragon's horde. Yes, that are worth fifty gold each. So I am, I, I am liquidate, liquidating those. You liquidate the fuck out of those. Yep. Um. So I have money again. Yep. So, 
How much would a plus one bow cost if I can get one? Um, a plus one bow is an uncommon bow. It would cost you about 500 gold. Okay. Not yet. Hmm. All right. And so, yeah, you all reconvene at the uh, in the bedroom above the bar uh, mm-hmm. back at the Misfits Respite. Sharoon is there. And he sort of looks. Oh, and he's he's dressed in his normal like sort of trench coat and top hat outfit. <clears throat> right. So, are we all prepared? Good to go. All right. Say the word. So, to uh, reiterate, uh, Selena and myself will be going in as honored guests at the invitation of uh, Mister Barragan. Uh, we will be casing out the joint, finding exactly the path they need uh, in order to get to where they need to go, and then we are going to signal the group and basically stay there for the entirety of the party to maintain the facade. The Snatch and Grab group, which includes uh, Agdrasol, uh, Agdrasol and Hope and Kalen and uh, a couple of the others, are going to follow the path that we give them to steal the ledger. And the uh, reinforcement group, which includes Corbin and Koth and our our, or, our lovely orc lady, he says, uh, to the female orc that uh, who just sort of nods, uh, will be in reserve to make sure if anything goes wrong at the back end uh, that the Snatch and Grab crew can get away safely while they distract any guards that are in, cha- that are in pursuit. This is gonna be like this is gonna be a lot of flying by the seat of our pants. So be ready for anything, because quite frankly, I have no idea what we're walking into. Old Barragrin's been keeping this pretty close to the vest. It's my favorite f- kind. I haven't been able to find out much bes- aside from some sort of magical item that he's showing off for our gala. So, all right. Then we meet again. We meet in the morning on the road to the Barragrin Estate. Uh, see you, uh, see you, says pointing at Selena, bright and early before the sun rises. All right. You're dismissed. And he sort of leans Sweet. back and waves a hand to conjure a glass of wine that he begins to drink. And you all have one final night. Does any conversations you wish to have with each other or anything you wish to do in the evening before the morning of the heist? She will find a seat, find a table somewhere. Okay. To sit down. You do. Oh. She's not specifically seeking anyone out. Yeah. Um, she's not hiding now. At at like the thieves bar or somewhere else. At Sorry. The, at at yeah. the respite or somewhere else. Okay. At the respite. Yeah. Yes. At the respite. <clears throat> My bad, I missed something. Um, Agdrasil will probably walk over with a drink. Hey. Hey. How's it been? How's it been going? Decent. None oh. of my friends have died. You haven't died. I got paid. Money's good. Now. You okay? I'm peachy. You know? I'm, I am perfectly fine. 
Never heard anyone use the word peachy when they were actually okay. No, no, I'm good. I am 100% complete uh, using advantage or using tides of uh, what is uh, tides of chaos. Uh, completely, You're okay with me? I'm rolling. Totally. Fuck you, dice. Fuck you. Selena says as the dice game that she's playing just goes rolls up snake eyes. <laughs> Best to say she had Argusel can tell she has sort of emotionally shut down. Mm-hmm is the best way to put it. I'm good. You do archery? Nope. Come on. I'm going to take you to your shooting range. Do you want random people to get shot? Because that's what's going to happen. Fortunately, shooting ranges are designed so that's very hard. I need to point out that very hard means can happen at any moment around me. Come on. Come on. Just don't cast anything. (laughs) No arguing. All right. All right. All right. Fine. Whatever. Idrisil and Selena go to a firing range. Yep. The only, the only, all of the firing ranges in the city are unfortunately or fortunately run by the, the, uh, the rangers, uh, the, uh, Cornet rangers, but, uh, you managed to find a practice area. I definitely have whatever membership or fee or requirement it is. That comes with your job. Because I've been here for less than, I've been here more than a week. It it comes here with your job. Like, you, you have that membership for training, as do Mm -hmm. everyone else that, works at the Misfits Respite. <laughs> um, getting out a beginner bow or whatever the, whatever they use for soldiers to make it particularly convenient and easy. A, but... a practice bow with a blunt arrow. Yep. Um, takes a range. Deep breath. She looks, she looks at it, gives a deadpan, Okay, I said I'm not good with the bow. I didn't say I was five. Six. Okay. You don't know. You don't know. Five might be good with the bow. No, no. (laughs) That's why why all of a sudden, six. I just realized that if I say that, that's confusing. (laughs) I was referring to an age, not a person. All right. It's it's probably not like a... Just for context, it's probably the kind of bows that they give to guards because they don't require a great deal of, like, maintenance and effort. But... Yeah. (laughs) You swap out the blunt arrows for normal arrows. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Swap out the blunt arrows for normal arrows. Just sort of guide her positioning. Do Do the bow instructor thing. Okay. Deep breaths. I'll go through it with it. Oh, give me a dexterity attack without your proficiency modifier. Uh, and I'm taking the I aid mean, that's action. That's just a dexterity roll. At, at, with advantage, because Agdrasil is assisting you. 
You're taking the you're taking the assist action, but yeah. I hit. You know what? It's different depending on the twenty. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it hits you, the target. It phoom, hits target. We and deep breaths. Uh huh. Just gonna have her go through for a little bit. Okay. Okay. Is, is she goes? She goes. Oh, goes through all of the motions. Selena and Agdrasil spend some time shooting targets. I find that it's more cathartic than um, meditation. Well, meditation is bullshit, first of all. But but it can have the same effect. Give you something to center on. I'm centered. I am 100% focused. I'm not asking because of the job. I'm asking because I'm worried. I'm. You do not need to worry. I am good. Okay. Everything is fine. Can I get an insight on that? Sure. Sure. 23. Natural 20. Unfortunately, it's an opposed roll. <laughs> yeah, I like my I roll. rolled one higher. What do I learn, if anything? Same thing. I mean, okay. I don't think that there's any... Yeah. Like, she's, she's emotionally shut down. Not unfocused. Yep. No, no. He's just trying she to give her, her a way focused. to work through it, is what we, he was hoping yep. to happen, but... It yeah. doesn't absolutely, it doesn't and she is refusing that offer. Yeah, yeah she like steel walls have been built up. Basically, is what's happening here. Yeah. Uh, Baldrin, are you and five doing anything the night before? Um, Baldrin's mostly just like getting into this fine clothing and just being very uncomfortable as a cleric because any <laughs> anything he's used to wearing is either vestments or armor. Oh, it's not. It, it was tailored to you, which means it fits, but it fits. Yeah, but it's the style that's like, uncomfortable. And you're just like, mm, don't know how people wear this shit. Basically, <laughs> got a cummerbund and a coat. And at, at the at the very least, his he lets his beard is long enough that it covers up the holy symbol that he's still wearing underneath. Yeah, and this is a dwarven tailored suit too, so it's like. <clears throat> It's it's designed with the beard in mind, like and uh, Selena probably does see um, when he's on doing archery um, on the uh, hand with the thing the arm guard. Mm-hmm. Um, the arm guard itself is a holy symbol um, for Argon, Mother of Harvest. Okay. Noted. Also, you notice that Agdrasil fires without removing the blindfold. Yep. Got it. And is almost perfectly hitting the mark every time. Mm-hmm. I have a plus ten. <laughs> yeah, you can't miss. Unless yeah. you're a natural one. Um... Even then, I technically hit the DC for a moderate-sized target. But, um, yeah, well, uh, as well, while he's sort of getting suited up and, like, trying out the outfit, assuming five is near him. Yes. Uh, he sort of looks over his shoulder. 
So, I don't know that you'll be allowed in the place where I'm, ha- where I'm going to have to go tomorrow night, but uh, if you could be somewhere safe nearby, uh, because I'm fairly certain the thing that this, that this Beregrin person is about to show off are those magical constructs we fought in the cage with Yogur. Five takes the uh, her notepad and she draws... Uh, two pictures. One is a horse, and one is a uh, is a picture of her. And she points like, which one would you like her to be? The horse or five? Uh, I point at the picture of five. She looks sad. I mean, if you want to be a horse, you're welcome to. I say pointing at the horse. <laughs> but I. Five it'll draws a heart for, next to the horse. <laughs> it'll, it'll be easier for me to find you as five, but if you really want to be a horse, you can be a horse. She sighs like, oh, if I must. <laughs> All right. And then draws another heart next to the horse. And <laughs> unless there's anything else. Nope. The evening draws to a close. You all get your rest. And the next day... You wake up and prepare. Uh, before dawn, you were told to meet up with Sharon. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of you do. Uh, you have... It's, it's, it's Sharon and the whole crew. Like, everybody's there. Uh, Sharon's still dressed in that sort of... What you assume is an armored, like, trench coat of some kind. He um, just sort of looks at you, nods and smiles. Right, well... We need to at least look the part, he says, and he sort of doffs his, his cap, and as he does, his entire body just shifts. Um, the horns disappear, his skin color becomes more of a tanned uh, humanoid version, his hair, which is black and slicked back, remains black and slicked back, uh, and his coat, which is sort of a ragtag leather uh, sort of armored duster, transforms into a very elegant uh, suit of formal wear. Um, the cane... The the and the cane in his hand remaining mostly unaffected though, as he puts the hat back on, looking far more approachable and and uh, and uh, human than he did previously. Well, I got us a carriage, he says, holding an uh, holding an elbow out towards Selena. Take it. The rest of you uh, with a smile. The rest of you will be following behind. Uh, Grimalkin will be leading you up to the location that you're going to be waiting at. Well then, shall we? As the carriage pulls up. Yep. Let's go. And Sharoon and Selena get in the carriage. Uh, Baldrin, you, I assume, procured your own carriage and are riding elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, the carriage rides off. Grimalkin looks at the rest of you. <clears throat> Alright, so. Just so you know. No hard feelings, but I'm the boss here. So, listen up. We've got a couple of horses and a cart coming up in just a few minutes. We're going to ride up after them at a good distance. Peregrine likes to have his... Peregrine's pla- places on, like, a plateau. So it's got a really good, like, sight lines all around. Uh, we're going to ride behind at a good distance, pull off before we're in spotting range, and continue up on foot until we get close enough that we can see the place and be within range of the boss's uh, message. Uh, sending, whatever the spell fucking is. Anyways, uh, then when we get there, we lie in wait. And once, and once we get more information, we figure out what we're doing from there. 
Sound good? In range of... In range of the spell that has a range of anywhere on this plane and probably any other plane? Look, I don't fucking know, alright? I don't do spells. I make shit blow up, alright? That's all I do. Well, I also stab things. I don't do spells, I do planes. And hang things. And steal things. And make holes. And make entryways. Anyways, I do a lot of things. But not magic's not one of them, alright? Alright. So, Whatever. let's get on the road. And the rest of you follow behind in a cart. Um, the cart pulls off a good distance behind the carriages that are leading up, uh, and you all sort of de- leave them in a forested area south of the Berger Estate and continue through the forest uh, pretty easily. Like There's plenty of cover. doesn't require stealth rolls. You all get to a good spot where you can see the estate and sort of size it up without necessarily being seen. Uh, meanwhile... At the gates, uh, Selena, yours, and Sharoon's carriage pulls up. Uh, the driver hops out, opens the door for you, and Sharoon gets out and offers an arm to help you down. Mm-hmm. Well, then. Uh, feel free to use your own name or whatever name you choose. I'll have uh, You can introduce yourself, and I'll follow your lead. Okay. Um, yeah, it's probably best. I don't think that... Uh, it's probably best best just to play it safe. Um, hold on just a second. Uh, what would be, what would be a, hmm. I think for now, Let's just go. Let, let's just go simple. I'll be Jera. All right, Jera, and I'll be Narud. I know that, that was just for you, William. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the two of you approach. Shortly behind you, another carriage comes up, and they've. You you notice it because a very very formally dressed Baldrin steps out of the carriage. Sharoon looks over and suppresses a laugh. Selena just blinks once. Well, I see your friend is very resourceful. Yeah, that's a word for it. Uh, and you approach. Uh, you both get to the you sort of all the three of you sort of get to the uh, entrance to the uh, to the estate. The estate is a very large, um, almost Grecian laid out style uh, thing. Uh, it's got hedges that sort of surround it up to the front, and the building itself is sort of a U shape, uh, but like sort of a more of a squared U, not a round U. Um, and you can see it's got sort of the it's got two floors. Uh, on the f- prongs of the U, and then it goes up another two floors at, at a, uh, when it gets to like the main body of the building. Like the the the, the there's a terrace. There's like an open air terrace on the third floor of the of the two wings of the estate, and then the the estate proper itself is four floors high, um, with a balcony on the second floor overlooking, and balconies on the second floor mm-hmm. on the left and right of the wings as well overlooking. Uh, it is currently 
populated by people uh, of all manner of, of dress, all formal, but very different, lots of very differing styles. It seems like this gala is something of a culture clash thing happening as well. Um, people of all races, elf, uh, most races. You, you do know that there are no tieflings or any of the goblinoid races uh, in within sight. Okay. Um, the sort of the, 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 there are guards sort of posted up at the, at the entryway, uh, as well as, uh, some form of butler or something that's sort of taking invitations. As the two of you get up, um, uh, uh, Sharoon pulls, uh, what to you looks like a blank pad of paper out, and he sort of just rubs his thumb across it and it emblazons itself with the invitate, with a, with an invitation that says, uh, that says Narud and Jera. Uh, Narud and Jera, guests of, you know, the la la. Um, and he hands it out to, uh, to the person who sort of looks at it, pulls out a, pulls out a monocle and sort of like runs it across it. Make me a arcana check. Okay. Uh, this is where the job goes bad. (laughs) Fifteen. So, from what you can tell, it seems like this monocle is specifically designed to detect fakes. And you sort of tense up at that thought as it gets run across. After a moment, he hands it back. Uh, please enjoy the gala. And he sort of nods and he takes it, puts it back in his coat, and the two of you enter. Yep. Um, Bolger and you follow behind. And the same thing happens, except your invitation is legit. And you hand it out, and he goes over it and hands it back to you. And welcome, and please enjoy. And you all step in. The three of you see again. You're just surrounded by people. It's crowds of crowds of people. You see guards interspersed and lots of people, uh, uh, nobles of varying types, uh, sort of schmoozing and 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 talking. And very prominent uh, on the balcony directly ahead, the second floor balcony, you see what can only be Walter Berrigan. Can only be because he's the only person wearing a mask. Uh, you see a red, a, a very um, Florentinian outfit, uh, just 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 red coloring with gold lining and ruffles at every at every limb. Uh, every basically hole the suit has was ruffled. Um, so neck, wrists, ankles, uh, waist, he, waist, and he has this uh, sort of stone like chiseled face, like chiseled like Adonis face mask that sort of covers his face and swoops up and then from the back of it is just white fur sort of falling down uh, from the back. Um, and he has a wine glass in one hand and he's talking with somebody else and, and, and with gesturing, gesticulating wildly with the others. This is most definitely Walter Berrigan. Okay. And uh, Sharoon looks up and just sort of points, there's our man. Yes, there is. The most ostentatious person at the party. And I include myself in that. <laughs> of course, his clothes are very sort of subtle. Right. Um, well then, shall we schmooze? Yes, let's. Uh, so go ahead and give me a charisma roll with advantage. Okay. Um, with your proficiency. Charisma or persuasion, or well, I guess functionally it doesn't matter either yeah, way. Because if, 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 if I'm you, proficient, yeah, if you have proficient with persuasion, then that would be the one. Yeah. 
24. So yeah, you and Sharoon both, and, and he is definitely just as much a schmoozer as you are, if not more. Um, the two of you just go through the crowd like butter, like, oh, hello, darling, I love your outfit. Oh, what's that you have? Isn't that interesting? Just, you know, talking people up. And, and you, mm-hmm. you, you get the sense, what you learn is that the, uh, in the building itself, the third story and up are off limits, uh, with the exception of the verandas. Um, and that whatever the purpose of the gala is, is going to be unveiled on the first floor in about an hour. Uh, okay. you, guys, you guys sort of arrived a little after the party got started because it was and quite nobody a I'm ass- And nobody, I'm assuming, has any idea. Uh, people have ideas, but nothing solid. What are their ideas? Most of what you hear are something magical that will apparently replace... Uh, apparently be an alternative to bodyguards and or military units. Okay. You don't get anything more than that. It seems ba- and you do get that Berrigan has been keeping this project particularly close to the vest. Even people that he is, even people that you, you meet a few people that have, you know, worked with him on previous projects of his, on previous entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial projects don't know what this is. Um, seems like he's been working, apparently he's been working with some new people that nobody knows in order to manufacture whatever this is. So Selene is now coming to the same conclusions that Boldrin was. <laughs> maybe, maybe something different. Boldrin, uh, what are you doing? Um, mostly just, um, mingling with the crowd, mostly with more of the craftsmen, the merchants, um, and keeping an eye on Berrigan and seeing if he can notice when any of the show pieces are being brought out. Uh, yeah, so you 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 get the general you get the general gist that it'll be in an hour or so. Um, that seems to be the general idea. Everybody, give me a perception check. Perception nineteen. Uh, uh, um, you definitely you, you're keeping. No, a, I shouldn't have advantage. You're keeping a good eye on. You're it's keeping also performance. Um, God damn it! I mean, unless you were trying to perform something. No. Um, you're you're keeping an eye on Berrigan. Uh, you, you're you're pretty certain that you'll see if he moves away. Um, Selena, it's a little bit more difficult for you to keep an eye on Berrigan because you guys are sort of actively mingling with the crowd and trying to get a layout of the building. Um, so you're like, if it's like eventually the two of you go inside, for instance, and, and look around the first and second floors as much as you can. Um, you do, however, get, uh, to a position where you can see him from the second floor. Uh, you could even approach him if you, if you wanted to, but, um, you, you, you're, the two of you are just sort of mapping out the second floor as, as Sharoon sort of pulls you aside and, well, oh, you really need to get up to the third floor. Do you have any ideas? Mm. Boldrin's just kind of like Geralt at a party. Yeah, you're sort of staying there with a drink. Right. Okay. (laughs) I mean, me or we? Uh, We would be preferable, but if only one of us can get up there, only one of us can get up there. I can get up there. Well, uh, I will follow your lead. Okay. I have a couple. I have a couple ways. 
first things first, I am going to go find a window. Yeah, there are plenty. There's like there are. Is there a window there. where there does not be appear to be anybody looking in that particular direction? Give me an investigation check. A window you can teleport through quietly without being seen. Eleven. Um. Yeah. So the the the, the back. You sort of go to one of the back balconies. Um. That are that are sort of next to the stairs. Oh, that's even better. Is yeah. there anybody on the balcony? Uh. This the one that you find. No. But there are, you see that there's like sort of a back garden that people are mingling in as well. Um, okay. And you can see, you can look up and see sort of like windows that look like they belong to rooms. Um, all of them have curtains drawn, though. So I duck down. Okay. So I'm completely out of sight. Give me a stealth check with advantage because nobody's over there. Damn it. 20. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast Gaseous Form. Okay. Because that's better than just teleporting straight up. Yeah. And I am floating my ass, my non-physical ass, Mm -hmm. up to floor three and looking for windows I can slide through. Yeah, you can slide through any of them. None of the stuff is airtight. I am (laughs) waiting for one. I'm waiting until I find one that is specifically unoccupied. All right. So give me perception checks. Or a perception check, sorry. Damn it. Okay. Uh, I will not give myself advantage on this. I will hold off on that. Fuck. A three. Uh, So you you, you find a window that 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 is unoccupied. Okay. I make my way in. You in, and you find yourself in sort of a. It's sort of a bedroom. Um, the door, the far door is open. Nobody's in the bedroom. Okay. Um, is it how is our? Is it lit up here right now? Yes. It seems like uh, most of the floor is lit with uh, sort of ever burning, ever burning torches of some kind. So I am continuing to uh, uh, stay in gaseous form until, well, until it's time. Um, And starting to creep around and investigate and see if I can figure out... So you sort of float out of the you float out of yep. this room and look around and you you see immediately you see guards. They don't they're not looking in your direction, but there are guards on this floor, sort of posted the stairs and at the doors to a couple of other rooms. Okay. Make note of which rooms those are. Mm-hmm. Creep back. Go find their door their windows. You go over and look in, and you see a curtained window. You you can't see through it. Uh, you'd have to go through it to see what's inside. Do I hear sounds coming from it? Your perception check. Fuck it, I will give myself advantage on this one. Um, fucking roll. 
Okay, uh, there it goes. There we go. You hear nothing. Like, you hear the sounds of an empty room, but you, if there's something in there that they're guarding, it's either inanimate or not moving. Like, perfectly still not moving. You don't hear any rustling or any footfalls or any talking or anything. Okay. Interesting. I'm going to try to creep in. All right, so you... Yep. Through the window. And you find yourself in a darkened room uh, with the door shut at the far end. You, however, have dark vision, even your gaseous state, so I think you do, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Even your gaseous state, so you see uh, eight figures sort of standing perfectly still, wearing blue robes that are like traveler's robes with uh, large conical orange straw hats and just sort of a shadowy nothingness underneath. Mass-produced black mage. Arcana? You recognize these, these things. things. Before. These are oh, the, that's right, we did. These are the arcane golems you fought at the mines. <laughs> Fuck. All right, I pull myself out of the room. That pretty much tells us what we needed. What we needed to know, right? I uh, know you needed to find the ledger that details his dealings with the, okay. the shards. A physical document. So I pull out of that room, and I'm going to start. I'm just going to. Uh, how long do I have on the, this? Up to an hour. Oh, good. Up yep. to the point where he brings down the things. <laughs> so I'm going to just continue. I'm not using the hallway because hallway has guards. Yeah. I will go room to room to room. Okay. So eventually. As you go Fine around the outside, yeah. As you go around the outside, you eventually find yourself uh, going around to the left wing, to the le- from from the back, the left hand wing, which from the front is the right hand wing, um, the north, the northern wing. Um, you find sort of the last room in the northern wing uh, above that's situated above the terrace below it, um, above the terrace of that wing. I should have said. Uh, and f- slide in, and you find what has to be Beregrin's office. The f- the door is closed and locked, it appears. The lights are still on, and there's just a large portrait of Beregrin in that outfit that you saw him in, on the wall behind a desk. Okay, sorry, I got I got briefly distracted yeah. there. Uh, you, you, so the last room on the northern wing... Uh, situated mm-hmm. above the terrace of the northern wing um, is uh, what has to be Baragrin's office. It is a it is a very well furnished it is a very well furnished ornate looking office that has a large like giant sized portrait of Baragrin in the outfit you saw him in outside, uh, sort of against the wall the wall behind a, a writing desk and the front door the door to the room is locked is closed and locked. I know I'm not here, but description clarification question. Mm-hmm. In the portrait, is he also wearing the mask? Yes. 
In the mm. portrait, he is also wearing the mask. Okay. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm trying to absorb information right now That's and fine. having That's difficulty. Um, uh, so there's nobody in here. Though. No, no. So, nobody in here. okay. Except so I yes. So I will I will I will go corporeal. You focus for a minute and solidify. Mm-hmm. And uh uh dark. Uh, you're muted, Aaron. Sorry. I Did we get any description of where the book would be or what the book would I don't believe like? so. In okay. his office was the, was yeah. the most specific. So start I, For some reason, I thought Caitlin man. had like researched what type of thing it was or something. Never it, mind. Caitlin knows that it's a ledger, um, which yeah. would be a leather-bound journal of some kind. Uh, so give me an investigation check. Yep. Nineteen. Uh, so you go for the most obvious thing, which is the portrait, mm-hmm. and you sort of move over and and sort of investigate. You see that the portrait is hooked to the wall with wires that indicates some probably some sort of trap. You don't want to pull it back, right? Um, you sort of look over and sort of go through the desk. You find ledgers in the desk, but none of them are the things you're looking for. There's normal ledgers, um, things that he would leave out in the open. You're pretty certain that whatever, wherever it's hidden is probably behind this portrait, which you're pretty certain is trapped. Are you still in gaseous form? No. No. Form, no. Okay. Um, but you're pretty certain that's where it's at, and that's the information you needed to relay back to the grab team. Yeah. So. Okay. Um. If you want to make it easier for them to get in, that's up to you. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fuck with the with with the trap because that that'll just go bad. No, no, no. But like um, opening but like, a window. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to. Well, it would be good to open the window anyways because that's how I'm leaving. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah so you... a little bit wider. Mm-hmm. Gaseous form again, and you find you find uh, Sharoon is sort of standing with his back to the balcony, um, providing perfect cover for you to land and reform if you need to. Mm-hmm. Yes, which I do. And he, he's sort of like he's sort of doing the the very showy, you know, arm against a wall, lean like he's observing the party, mm-hmm. which which gives you a lot of cover. Um. And you do, he sort of looks over his shoulder. Ah, so, are you decent? I very much, well, <laughs> that's a loaded question, but I am fully dressed, yes. I know it's a loaded question, that's why I asked it. And he sort of turns around and offers you a glass of wine. Well, I assume you were successful. Yeah. 
Do you have the capacity to send your information? Uh, let me see. <laughs> There's a dwarf inside that does. I mean, Sharoon has if it, if it doesn't, but... No, I don't. Well, I do. So if you could give me as detail... If you could actually write down as detailed a description as you can, yep. I will send the message along. Yeah. As detailed as I can in 25 words. Yeah. And he... So, northern wing... Northern wing and above terrace, open window. Yeah, uh, behind painting. All right, painting is trapped. Painting is trapped. Yeah, painting behind is behind trapped. trapped painting. Word concert, word conservation. Um, all right, third floor. Yes. Um, he sends that off. Very well. Well, shall we rejoin the party? I believe it's just about time for them to unveil whatever mysteries our guest has waiting for us. Oh, yes. Um, I I got an advanced preview. I assumed you would. It's good to know people. Um, Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Something I should know about? Uh... Nah, nothing that's an immediate threat, I don't think. All right. We're good. Well, then, let's rejoin the others. I think your yes. friend looked a little uncomfortable. He might could use somebody that knows how to talk to people. I mean, that's just I... his face. <laughs> I will note that I have proficiency in persuasion and a plus two charisma mod. It's true. Yes, exactly. You still notably it... said you were like Geralt at a party. Yeah, well, well no. <laughs> Also, also notably, Harold's at a party. I want to point out that Geralt like him. Yeah. gets a lot of... Like, like Geralt's Geralt not necessarily uncharismatic. Yeah, no. like, Geralt is charismatic, he just doesn't like being at parties. Yeah, Ger- Geralt, Geralt is charismatic, he's also antisocial. Yeah. Which is the more important like part he's here. he's the kind of antisocial that nobles find sexy. It's that everybody finds sexy. It's also his scars <laughs> and his eyes and his hair and everything else. Anyways. Um, yeah, so my, so my <laughs> statement, as I said, that's not deemed uncomfortable. That's just his that's face. just his face. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so the, the, the two of you go back down and rejoin Baldron. Uh, Sharon yep. complimenting Baldron on his outfit. Uh, it looks tailored. Looks like a good job, too. Yes, uh, quite a fine tailor. Uh, paid a decent price for it. Mm. Well, I hope you get to use it more than once. Uh, always... Galas aren't typically my speed. Um, more of a man of the forge. I'm stunned. Well, he's stunned. You hear, uh, you hear like, sort of the, the chiming of a crystal glass, and Sharon goes... I believe it's time for our show. Shall we? Shall I look, we? I look. I look over at specifically at Selena. You know, I think I got an idea. What's upstairs? I know exactly what's upstairs, and you're probably right. I thought so. Well then, let's go find out. Since I'm the only one in the dark, um, and the the three of you move to the show floor, which is in the southern wing of the from the first floor. Um. In there stands Walter Berrigan. Ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between, and all of my dear friends, associates, fellow merchants, fellow lords, everyone, 
welcome to my admittedly annual gala, but also unveiling of my latest entrepreneurial adventure. I would like you all to cast your minds to a world where you no longer had to worry about paying well your bodyguards. You no longer had to worry about them turning coat at the slightest drop of a hat or at the clink of superior coin. Instead, an army at your disposal of powerful and loyal subjects. Have I enticed you? And you, you definitely, there's definitely a murmuring of interest among the crowd. Yes. Allow me to unveil something I have been working very closely with. Uh, something I've been working very closely on. It, it has, in fact, had my personal touch. The latest in bodyguards and military might and he waves a hand and from the stairs on the on the western wall comes marching down a cadre of blue robed straw hatted shadowy nothingness figures each carrying a staff and marching in unison i have a question yes I need a clarification on a spell. Okay. What spell? Dispel magic. Okay. What about it? Would it allow, would it cause the construct to go, to potentially go non-functional or haywire? You have no idea regarding these particular constructs. You've seen the formula, you've, you've seen the formula that makes them. You don't know it's and it was it's it's a wizardy formula, so it's not one uh-huh. that you could necessarily recreate. Um, That's fine. You have no idea what its effect would be. You do know that it typically does not affect magical constructs, though. Right, but these are more these are more spells being exactly. given. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm gonna wait until they get behind him because I'm assuming that they that he that that they will like. So, that is the proper showmanship thing for them. So put he your, put your items, but put your new products behind you, so that you are the gateway between the public and them. Uh, so he he sort of steps off to one side, and what you can now count as a row of uh, it's four. It's much many more than you previously saw in that one room, and you realize that there were four rooms that had guards. Okay. Um, as, uh, th- roughly 32 of these arcane golems, every two of every, like, sort of, in every group of eight, there's one that is slightly different stylistically. The robes are black and the hat is purple instead. Um, they sort of march in. And you remember that one of the ones that was definitely more powerful than the rest in the mine was that design. Okay. Um, more powerful means more potential. More tricky. Okay. Um, 
and they sort of line up with the normal ones in the back and the more powerful ones in the front, and Baragrin sort of standing off to one side. As soon as one of them gets close, uh, fairly close to him, hopefully when they are still in motion of taking formation, though, mm-hmm. I'm spending a sorcery point for subtle spell. Okay. And I am trying to cast a fourth level dispel magic on one of the more powerful ones. Okay. Um, what's the range? So you, you, yeah, you, you remove the components. Feet? Of that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, you just focus, and that magical burst happens. Um, roll me a d twenty. Roll me a spellcasting roll. Oh, Charisma spellcasting roll. roll. Okay. Yeah. Uh, As a note, you can make a tool that is for spellcasting rolls specifically. Yeah, but you can also just roll your saving throw because yeah. you're always proficient in your spellcasting ability or uh, attribute. Uh, ah, motherfuck! You, uh, whatever you just said, Aaron, was not audible because you're muted. Um, nothing seems to happen as they continue. That was intentional. To- Okay, as they continue to march sort of in lockstep and then present. I spend another sorcery point for a third level to spell magic. Try it again. Give me another spell. Subtle spell. 24. There we go. Nothing happens. Damn it. Okay. All right. So they are just constructs. <laughs> um, as they... It would be a little shitty for your arcane golems to be dispelled, let me just say. (laughs) I mean, he's a little bit of a shitty person. It's true, he is. Um, Feast your eyes upon the arcane golem. Especially crafted recipe of my own design, which harnesses the arcane potential in magic and focuses it down into a powerful... Loyal spell casting bodyguard. We've already done many tests, and I assure you their effectiveness is guaranteed. And I can also tell you that these are on the market today. Any of you that would like to buy any number of these need merely make an appointment with yours truly, and we will get you set up with however many of these guards. First, you see the baseline model, he says, indicating the the white ones, and he goes into basically an Apple-style show-and-tell. As the outside crew, Grimalkin turns and goes, All right, we got ourselves a plan. Sneaky time. And as he draws a dagger and a bomb, you're not certain what he's going to use the bomb for, but he really wants to use it. Uh, That's where we're going to end for today. So, say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.